0: Everybody, you have just tuned in to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by twenty six shirts dot com slash pittsburgh and this is our very first show post regular season. and uh, that means we're gonna be talking a lot of Antonio Brown and unfortunately not a whole lot of Steelers in the playoffs. Uh, and there are numerous reasons for why that is, and and we'll definitely touch on that and get to that as we we go through the off season. But you know, just just a special note, and Ben reminded me of this, and and you know, the fact that we all wanted the same thing this year. We all wanted to be in the playoffs. We all wanted to be sixteen and zero and and just waltz right into the Super Bowl. And and a lot of these things did not happen. And, and some of the crap that that we see. And, and on social media and stuff, uh, there's a lot of blame to go around. People, coaches, players, front office, officials—you know—I I mean, y- you can find blame with everything, but be a little kinder to everybody. Um, it, it's just—it gets out of hand at times. Here we—here we are, almost a week later, and people are still at each other's throats. But that's the only thing I'm going to say about it. Um, but what I am going to say is that I'm very excited to have Ryan Scarpino back with us tonight. And uh, Ryan is the uh, seven-year PR man or one of the PR men at the Pittsburgh Steelers organization from about 2010 to 2017. And there really is nobody who can give us the insight as to what is going on inside the Pittsburgh Steelers organization right now from that PR standpoint like he'll be able to do, Um, how Tomlin's handling it, Colbert, AR2, everybody. So, Ryan, first and foremost, Happy New Year. I hope everything is going great for you.
1: Same to you guys. Uh, It's great. Uh, You know, it's only day three, but (laughs) uh, we're we're doing all right. Uh, We're doing good. Thanks for having me back. Obviously, it would be nice to be
0: chatting about a wild card uh, game this weekend, but here we are. Yeah, here we are indeed, and uh, my partner in crime there, uh, Ben Anderson, joins us as well. Uh, ben, hopefully you're surviving the lack of playoffs uh, at this point.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, you know, I won't, I won't lie. I, I'm probably just as bummed as everybody else, and I, I'm probably overly emotionally invested in, oh, yeah. in how the Steelers do, just like you guys probably are, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hold it together.
0: Yeah, that's all you can do right now. I mean, uh, uh, we get to this wild card weekend and have to see teams known as Ravens play. It's going to be frustrating, but the, it I mean, is the what Ravens it earned it.
2: The Ravens absolutely. earned it. They, they took it from them. They did.
0: Yep. Yep. They they absolutely did. Kudos to uh, to their staff and players. They did, and um, that's a, that's as much good th- stuff as I can say about Baltimore right now. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, so Ryan, I'm I'm just I, I mean. What is happening when this stuff starts going down with Antonio Brown, um, middle of last week, you know, there's some rumblings about the knee injury and, you know, oh, he's inactive, he's not going to play, it's that knee injury, and the team wins, the team doesn't make the playoffs, and then boom, all of a sudden, this wasn't about a knee, this was about a lot more. What is going on inside the Steelers organization as this unfolds
1: well I don't have the inside scoop but I can only go off of you know being there for yeah. my seven years and um you know I, I watching Mike Tomlin on Tuesday I thought Mike Tomlin said everything he possibly could without saying how he really felt um yeah you know you know, contrary to what people might believe right now, the Steelers do things right. Um, you know, they don't cut corners. They don't look for, you know, loopholes and stuff like that. So you know, I, I do believe Antonio, you know, had some type of, of knee discomfort or something like that. And, mm-hmm. You know, And Tomlin did say that he, you know, a lot of veteran guys, whether it's Ben or Ramon or Marquise, you know, they get those days. So to be honest with you, I thought, yeah, maybe he, you know, didn't respond well to playing in New Orleans on the turf. And, you know, but by Friday he was going to practice and everything was going to be fine. But, you know, all, on Friday it was like he didn't practice again. It's like, oh, wow, like what happened? <laughs> then my thought was, what happens if the Steelers get in and his yeah. still an issue? So, you know, we were at that, you know, I was at that point. I was like, okay, well, they play the Bengals, you know, they – they, you know, that they, they shouldn't need them because Cincinnati was not a very good team, and no. and then and then and then there's the you know the agony of, you know, seeing you know Baker Mayfield throw that final pick, and you know again kudos to the Ravens, they they rallied yep. together and they and they put together a great end of the season, you know, overtime loss in in the Kansas City, the number one seed, and and then this all comes out, you know, days a day after, and it it just it's so bizarre and, and every day there's something and, and it's just, it's so bizarre. And, and i tell you this, if the, like Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, Art Rooney, nobody is more mad right now about the way the season ended than they are. But yeah. I cannot imagine how they, how they really feel. If everything we're hearing about what happened with Antonio
0: is true. Wow. Okay. So, when you say mad about not making the postseason, there's obviously that level of of just disappointment. Does does this Brown stuff just, I mean, double down on that and just make it that much worse, especially the fact that he, he hasn't contacted them or, or I heard allegedly he may have spoken to Mr. Rooney today. But, um, you know, does that just make it that much worse, everything that's gone on with their star wide receiver?
1: I mean, in Pittsburgh, you're measured—you're measured by Lombardi trophies, and and we're yeah. sort of spoiled, and we're sort of spoiled in a way. And, mm-hmm. and I said that the other day. I said that the other day, like, you know, when you don't win the Super Bowl in Pittsburgh, it's a failure. You know, you could be—you could have pulled the Patriots that season when they were undefeated and they lost in the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. It's Super Bowl or bust, and and that's okay. Um, and you know, again, we—we're all right now kind of like okay, we missed the playoffs, and then this Antonio Brown stuff's happening, but you know, imagine being Mike Tomlin and being Kevin Colbert and being Art Rooney II, and you have all these weapons, and yeah. every year, every year, at least on paper, you are one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl, and then you don't make the playoffs. But that final game, the most important game of the year, your arguably best player – Mm-hmm. One of the best wide receivers in the NFL. How do what quits on his team? Does he doesn't show up? Gets I, I don't know. Because Mike Tomlin really didn't say yes or no the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and again, I thought he said everything he needed to or but without saying how he really felt. So you don't have a chance to even win a Lombardi. And then one of your biggest pieces – of the puzzle wasn't there for the final game the biggest game of the year that has to that has to add to it
0: ben uh i'm gonna just ask you a blunt question here did antonio brown flat out just quit on this team
2: uh it seems like his teammates believe that um and you know ryan alluded to he believes that antonio really did have some knee discomfort i mm-hmm. believe that antonio really did report that he had knee discomfort on wednesday mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that he went he went through training on wednesday and thursday and then on friday he still had an issue so the team told him to go to take the mri which he never showed up for he didn't go to the mri um and at that point my understanding is uh ben and Mike Tomlin and even Art were mm-hmm. trying to reach him and he never returned those calls or texts. And then he didn't show up for work on Saturday. So yeah, you could definitely paint the picture that A B quit. Um, that he he let those guys down. And that's that's huge. I mean, he's he's an incredible talent. And let's let's be mm-hmm. frank. Talent trumps all in the NFL. I mean, they'll definitely they'll let him back in. If he come, if he wants to come back because he's that talented, but yeah, I mean, that's a must win game and he just kind of blew it off. It sounds like, you know, and he hasn't been back to work since Sunday or talked to anyone and he left at halftime on Sunday before halftime, apparently.
0: Now, just just for clarification, when when a, a player is told that they have to have the MRI done, is that done at the facility or is that done at UPMC? Uh, uh, Ryan, do you know the answer to that?
1: I don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure it's it's <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you're Antonio Brown, they can. <laughs> do an MRI right. wherever they have the equipment.
0: So, well, um, no, that's my thinking too, which just <laughs> stuns me. It's not like he was, was going to have to go to the hospital, you know, like you or I would. Um, it just seems they'd be almost, able to do that.
2: He was sent out of the okay. facility someplace, Mark. I, I don't know okay. where, but he was, sent, he was sent somewhere to have the MRI. Now, my understanding is the Steelers have got their own MRI machine.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I thought so.
1: And the, they sh I mean, and and the University of Pittsburgh is, is the Pitt football team shares. The, there's definitely an MRI machine there. But like, I mean, they they would have picked you up in a limousine to take you to your <laughs> yeah. MRI. Like it's it's not like they were like Antonio, go walk to get your MRI. You know, and it's it's like or it's not like the old X-ray machine in Oakland. You know, it's
0: yeah, oh god. Yeah, sorry, I, I, that was
1: that was a couple weeks prior. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that
2: that that was bad, man. You know, but there's there's another episode right before where Antonio is in the building eating breakfast by himself on Saturday morning during the meeting, during the team meeting, and he he didn't go to the meeting or I guess he was very late. All right. Uh I mean, this is kind of a pattern of behavior now. And you wonder exactly what is going on. I, I can't speak to his motives. Obviously mm-hmm. I'm not him. Um, I don't, I haven't talked to anybody who, who knows him that well, but uh, you, you wonder what's going on with this guy, you know? And there, there's a it, level of concern yeah. as well as, as just outrage.
1: And the uh, other yeah, difficult, I think so. the other difficult thing as a fan, um, tourism, you know, is that you heard these reports and it wasn't just one person reporting. There was a lot of people, a lot of credit, like people that have been, you know, in the business for years, you know, credible journalists here. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the quarterback kind of poo-pooed it. The head coach, in a sense, did too. And I I, I do think, though, that they didn't want to, you know, say how they really felt, but as a fan you're kind of like, well what's true and what's not. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day though, he didn't play on Sunday. And Tomlin it said he didn't play on. You know what I mean? Like Drew right. Rosenhaus right. called up Tomlin and Tomlin's like that's not how it works. So so that's the end result, okay? So something mm-hmm. had to happen even even if it was just a knee and a lack of communication but there was still a lack of communication and, and it's hard to say that he didn't do everything he could to play. So if that is quitting or whatever word you want to use, but there is something there that is very bizarre and very frustrating at the same time.
0: What, uh, how do we factor in James Harrison in this? Uh, Because, James Harrison clearly did not like the way his tenure with the Pittsburgh Steelers ended. Uh, he went to New England as, as almost almost to spite the Steelers um, and his yeah. his comments since then have been just I mean so negative towards Mike Tomlin especially um, and now in the middle of Mike Tomlins press conference james Harrison is with Antonio Brown and you can actually hear the press conference in the background. Ben, what is Harrison trying to do here? I mean, what's his role? I don't think Harrison has been spiteful and, you
2: know, toward the Steelers until he retired. I I thought Mm -hmm. that honestly, he was pretty gracious when he went to new England. Um, His former teammates threw a lot of shade at him. He didn't respond at all. He just said, you know, those guys are, are talking out of hurt. I understand it. I know yeah. all of them. you know I you know it is what it is. I'm not going to get into it. but he's been very spiteful since retiring, yeah. and I mean, frankly, James is acting like a, a jilted bitter ex-girlfriend that I once had. And it's, (laughs) it's not cool. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's not cool, man. I mean, honestly, he, he's making himself look bad in my opinion. I know people love it and I'm sure that the media vultures over there at Fox love him doing it, but it's not cool. I I don't know what's going on with him. I I think honestly, he's doing the same thing. A lot of former players and -hmm. about to be former players have done where he's looking for a good soundbite, he's looking for a way to insert himself into the conversation because it makes him viable. Yeah, it makes him it, yeah. relevant in that market. And uh, I, I'm just—I don't know—I'm—I'm I, I'm not impressed. No,
0: no, I'm not. R- Ryan, did you have any interaction with with James while you were there?
2: Yeah,
1: James was very intimidating, um, but he—he he was like we were always cool. He was like he used to play like we had a like a uh Steelers staff dodgeball team and he he would come to our games he would play sometimes James Ferrier would come to our games Troy Polamalo come to our games like he those guys were were you know a different breed than I want to say some of the younger guys are now and yeah but I Ben Ben I completely agree with you I I actually commended Harrison for going to the Patriots last year and it wasn't because he was going to the enemy. It's because that he was promised, you know, a playing time or whatever it was and yeah. they cut him. I don't know if what happened with, you know, him sleeping in meetings and all that stuff. I don't know if that was true or not, but you know, he got a chance to keep playing, which is, which is what he wanted to do. But now it's kind of like, are you really over that? Or are you still mad at coach Tomlin because, he promised you playing time and he didn't, you know, fulfill his promise or your request. And and it's just really weird because again, Mike Tomlin is answering for his wide receiver that, you know, he hadn't spoken to since the game on Sunday, and his and Antonio's pleading and during this press conference, and then it turns out that he's with Harrison watching the press conference and and like I mean, if you're Antonio, like, that is such a bad look. Like, you know, Harrison, Har- like, Harrison, listen, Harrison, greatest, probably greatest play in Super Bowl history, that, you know, 100-yard return. Yeah. Yep. But, 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 I mean, you know, Her- and Harrison posted today about, like, being brothers or whatever. So, hey, maybe Antonio called James and said, hey, James, you know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And James was like, I know, I feel you, I was there. You know, maybe they're just doing it, you know, to be, to be funny, but like, it's not really funny. Like it, and it actually, like it, it, honestly, it makes the Steelers organization look worse and coach Tomlin look worse.
2: Yeah. No question. No question. And, and I, when I saw that, I wondered, I questioned AB's self-awareness because he's worked so hard to build his brand And he didn't just make his team look bad by doing that. He made himself look bad by doing that. And James Harrison is just kind of along for the ride. I I basically saw that as an opportunity for James to insert himself into the story. And, you know, I was like, man, nobody's coming off looking good here, guys. Nobody. And I know you guys think this is really funny, but you look like a couple of jackasses.
0: Yeah, that's how I took it. That's exactly how I took it, and um, I I do want to just remind everybody that you're listening to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. You still have a few days left to get the latest offering from 26shirts. It's the DNA shirt, if you will, kind of a black and gold thumbprint um, on a T-shirt. Again, a great shirt, very comfortable, well-designed. Very durable, and most importantly, eight bucks of every shirt sold goes to the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Greater Pittsburgh, so please make sure to check them out, 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. Um, I had a couple of questions uh, thrown to me tonight on Twitter, and, and I want to make sure that I get these out here to you guys. And, um so so I, I'll let both of you guys answer this. This this comes from Alan, um, and he says, at what cost does it take for the Roonies to see it's time to move on from Tomlin and not make uh, statistical seasons as the standard? And and i just kind of paraphrasing. I think what he's saying is the regular season doesn't really matter. We need to see more results. Um, Ryan, was there any chance, if you just take away this this Antonio Brown stuff, was there any chance in the world that Mike Tomlin's job was in jeopardy this year?
1: Uh no and I don't think it should be this year. Um I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> you know, numbers do yeah. not lie. It has been a while since a Super Bowl berth, but Mike Tomlin's the, you know, takeaway Bill Belichick. Mike Tomlin is is a winner. Um yeah, he there are some blemishes losing mm-hmm. on the road, you know, to inferior teams, but you know, I I said this the other day under Mike Tomlin the team has only been eliminated prior to week 17 one time and that was in 2012 so every single year the steelers even in doom and gloom when they were 1-2 yeah. and 1 still were you know a play away or two from being in the playoffs again so i i i think that you stick with consistency now i think that if coach doesn't win in the next couple years, I think there will be, um, a possible change, but I don't think his job should Mm -hmm. be in jeopardy
2: right now.
0: Ben, any, anything to add on that? Yeah. Lots.
2: Um, (laughs) I don't think, I don't think (laughs) anybody, I I don't think that anybody who is suggesting that Mike Tomlin should be fired is thinking it through. Um, I think that, that, uh, people are upset and they want to see change for the sake of change because they want the team to perform better, okay? And they're not thinking about the ramifications of that change. Do you guys think that Ben Roethlisberger wants to learn a new offense at 37 years old? Uh, No. Because a new head coach is going to want his his own offensive coordinator. And you could tell all of your head coach candidates that they're going to have to keep Randy Finkner. But, I mean basically then you're kind of an associate head coach because you got this OC you were stuck with and you can't really tell him anything because Mm -hmm. he and the quarterback run the offense. And if you don't like it, well, tough. They're running the offense. And if the only thing, not to mention the fact that it dilutes your pool of candidates, because who's going to want to be in that position. And if the only thing you're going to change is the defense with the head coach change, why fire the head coach? That doesn't make a damn bit of sense. So people need to throttle it back and think about the process. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. Mike Tomlin is the head coach there at least until Ben retires, at which point they will take a long look at the direction of the franchise and decide what they want to do going forward. But until Ben leaves, Mike Tomlin's the head coach. It is what it is. You can all – Go cry in your beer about it mm-hmm. and tell me I'm a jackass tomorrow. I, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. It just it's just I think reality. I think we just
1: agree I think we just agreed you were just more emphatic
2: about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, I don't think that people well, are are really thinking it through. Well and I'm let telling me, you this for, go ahead. Good. So go ahead.
0: Well, I, I'm just gonna say this, guys. Let me play the devil's advocate here. Let, let me say what what's being said here. Mike Tomlin is, is he he's running a ship that seems to have no rudder right now. There's discipline issues. There's this. There's that. There's the losing to the bad teams. All the bad losses this year. I, 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 how do we ignore that and and still say Mike Tomlin's the head coach and he's going to be for for the foreseeable future? How do we ignore those those things? Ryan, go ahead.
1: I actually don't think there's a, a discipline issue. I think that it just mm-hmm. you know. Y- when you're when you're one of the, you know one of the best receivers in the league and you're one of the best receivers or best players on the team, I mean anything you do is is magnified. Like, you know, for you know you know you know Antonio aside, like how many how many players do really good things that that go unnoticed? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I and I, I and I honest I'm going to say this too. Like, it has to be really really hard as a head coach to balance the egos. Of a Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame wide receiver, uh, you know, Hall of Fame talent running back in Le'Veon Bellen, mm-hmm. and Le'Veon Bell, and then they also had Mar- they also had Martavis, you know. But then, you know, I mean, and it's, it's like Tomlin had a guy like Troy Polamalu, who's completely the opposite. Like you, you know, yeah, it's like you had I don't want to call them, you know, I don't want to call them children because they're not children, but like, right, you know, Tomlin's Tomlin's Just dealing to like with. It. N- yeah. Well but well, not Troy. But Tomlin's Tomlin's juggling ninety personalities in the off season and, you know, fifty three during the regular season and every mm-hmm. single one of them thinks they're special. And I think that's really hard to do. And and I think overall he does a great job of doing that. It just so happens that you Keep know, tight. when uh when Antonio Brown does something, it's it's magnified. But I do agree they they do play down to their competition and they play up to their competition.
0: So so Ben and how that, do we and get... that, ha...
1: yeah, yeah, and that has to change
2: obviously. It has to be it has to be same mentality every play, every game. Yeah. Jumping onto the tail of that, yeah, there's got to be more yeah. accountability, okay? But I don't think that the team is rudderless. Uh, I don't think they lack direction. I don't think that's the issue. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, you've got one knucklehead whose ego takes up so much room that it touches everything within that 53-man roster, and it impacts morale. Yeah. And it impacts focus, and it's a problem. It really is. And then on top of that, you've got other superstars that, that Ryan mm-hmm. alluded to, and, and, you know, they take up some room too. And that's the way all locker rooms are. I mean, even when, you know, when we played team sports, it was that oh, way. Yeah. The, the superstars,
0: personalities.
2: yeah, nope. you know, it, it, it was what it was, and you, and you understood it, but you were all working toward the same thing. And if you're not all working toward the same thing, that's when it becomes a problem. And, and, you know, I'm not as familiar obviously with the careers of Terrell Owens and, and Randy Moss, but they had, they had similar challenges in all of their stops as to, (laughs) you know, as to the ones that, (laughs) that AB is having this year. And they all had, they also had the same agent, which makes you kind of wonder what's going on there. But, um, (laughs) Uh you know, with TO it was more pronounced and it was over a longer period of time. Yes. With A B, it seems to be kind of an escalating pattern of behavior over the past I don't know, twenty four months, you know. So I don't I don't know what's going yeah. on with him. Like I said, I won't speak to his motivation because I don't I don't know. I'm not gonna try and say his intention was this or his intention was that, you know, maybe AB really did have some soreness in his knee and just didn't feel like mm-hmm. going to the MRI on Friday. Maybe he wanted to go to his acupuncturist instead. And so he blew it off and just didn't call anybody. And then when Mike Tomlin called him you know, to say, Hey, where, why didn't you go to your MRI? He was embarrassed. So we didn't call him back. I don't know. I can't say, but that's right. because AB isn't communicating with anybody. That's so, on well, him. That
0: is on him.
1: Yeah. I, um, I look to that Facebook live incident as the, the one where everyone was like, okay, I, there's definitely, (laughs) there's definitely Uh an issue here. And that I, you know, like, obviously you saw on that video, Tomlin calling the Patriots, Patriots, uh, assholes. And, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) that's, that's his words, not mine. And, And then the Steelers, the Steelers ended up, you know, wasn't even close, but, you know, I remember that press conference, the AFC Championship press conference. The media asked AB if he was going to do Facebook Live again, and he like smiled and said, "We'll we'll see" or something. And it was, you know, it was that smile, and everybody laughed. But it's like. And were you serious or not? I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. And, well, and, <laughs> oh, God, uh, l- let me ask you, uh, I got another question from Danny. He's, he's a long time uh, supporter of the website too. And, and, you know, th- this is going to lead into the question of trading a B. Um, do, do you guys, either one of you think it comes to that? Ryan, go first. It...
1: <laughs> um. Contrary to what my tweet said in September, he said trade me. Let's find out. But um, months later, there's a report that he requested a trade. Um, ah, this is a tough one because yeah, it is. If you if you don't do something, then how can you explain to your fans and you know to your other players and Uh whoever else that this guy quote unquote quit in the big on you know the week of the biggest game of the year but we are going to keep him with that being said i do not think they trade him but they have to come up with a way to smooth this over and i don't think I don't think that is easy. I, I think there's a lot more either. to this that that we don't know about. I think there's a mm-hmm. lot more to this that we'll never know about. Um, and that's just the way it is sometimes. But if they do end up trading him, then that kind of tells me that there was a lot more to this that we didn't know about.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Ben, what do you think? Is uh, Antonio ever going to be traded? Well, will he be in the near future?
2: Uh, I hope not because the, the cap ramifications, if he is, are, are pretty harsh. Um, you know, I, I don't think judging by the history of the Rooney family that that's going to matter as much to them as it does to me, but, (laughs) uh, but you know, the cap ramifications are, are harsh. Um, basically AB's got three years left on his deal and there's $7 million per year tied up in in bonus prorations that will accelerate and hit the cap either all at once all next year 21.2 million Mm dollars or they can spread it out over two years they can do seven million one year and 14 the next but it's a lot of money man and it doesn't matter if he's cut or traded it's a lot of money a lot a lot so it hurts bad not to mention the fact that i don't know how you get equal Value for a thirty-one-year-old superstar wide receiver. I don't think you can. So I don't think it's a good trade. Now, all of that said, what Ryan just said is also correct. You have to do something. So, right when you finally do talk to him, you sit him down and you say, "Do you want to be traded? If that's what you want, we'll trade you. And if he says no, I want to stay. You say, okay." Enough of this crap, then. Enough. Yeah. You, you need to be on time. You need to be an example for the young guys. No more skipping meetings. No more being late for meetings. No more being late for events. None of that. None of it. If you want to like be here, you got to act like you want to be here. you you got to be here for the guys that are here for you. And if he can agree and to th- do that, then you give him another year. You absolutely do not restructure his contract again. Um, Um, If they hadn't hadn't restructured his contract prior to the 2018 season, this wouldn't be that big a conversation. It it would be a lot easier to go ahead and trade him. But they can't do that. They didn't give themselves any flexibility because they went ahead and they restructured him, which gave him a whole bunch of money up front before Mm -hmm. the beginning of this year, or of last year, last season, 2018, because it's over now. Um, But, you know, it gives the Steelers, now they're in a spot. You know, AB's got more security. He's the one who can kind of call the shots. Um, But I I don't see – I don't see the Steelers backing down just based upon their history. I don't see them doing that. I think if it comes right down to it and AB says, yeah, I want to be traded, they'll trade
1: him. I also (sighs) just want to – I want to throw one more thing out there because the one – you know, when Le'Veon – when all that was happening – Mm-hmm. I kept hearing, how can how could he, they, how could they even accept him in that locker room again, or how could Le'Veon accept uh, that locker room again? And and I think now it's like, well, I mean, how many people in the locker room are happy with what AB did? And then right. you know, if, A, if AB feels underappreciated or you know betrayed that more people didn't have his back, well, how does he? You know what I mean? Like it's 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 kind of like the same thing, but. I, it's just, again, going back to the the first thing I said, it's bizarre. It's it's bizarre.
0: Well, it, it's a, it's a, it's creating a very unique dynamic, uh, as you just laid out, you're, you're talking about a group of guys that are going to have to accept him back in there. You're talking about a, a, a guy who who clearly is is struggling with something in terms of of you know what he believes his role on the team is his image on the team is you know he's going to have to walk back in that locker room if they don't trade him so there there is there's a real dynamic at play here that um we probably really haven't seen in in quite a while so um yeah that that part of it is uh, I don't know. It, it's just the whole thing is frustrating. And, and uh, obviously we're spending a great deal of time on it. And that's part of the reason why. Um and in our last uh, few minutes, Ryan, I, I wanted to get your thoughts, um, you know, this season ending at nine, six, and one, um, wh- where did it, where did it go wrong? Uh, in, in your opinion, where, where did the 2018 season, you know, go wrong for the Pittsburgh Steelers?
1: It's, it's, you know, that's a, that's a tough yeah. I know question, it's not a one I, sentence I, I answer. Just, I just, I will, I'll say, I'll say this. If you had, if you had, if, if I had to point at one game, it's that mm-hmm. game in Oakland, you just have yeah. to win that game. Now they, they, you know, I thought the defense shut down Tom Brady. I thought the defense did a pretty good job shutting down drew Brees. There were some questionable calls early on that I thought kind of mm-hmm. changed the course of the game. Um, but you know, even the, take away that L.A. Chargers loss and the Broncos loss, you still all you got to do is beat the Raiders, and and we like that same Raiders team lost to Cincinnati by fourteen, and it's just it's 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 I don't know. So I I look at that Raiders game, but then I just said yeah. don't look at the Chargers game. They had a twenty three seven lead at home, and they ran the ball. Uh, what was it six times in the second half? Yeah. Six times. Six times in the second half, and I, you know, whenever anybody, you know, everybody's like, "Oh well, it th- 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 didn't matter that they didn't run the ball." I disagree because, because, and I can't, I'm i going to sound cowpied right now, but <laughs> you, he he used to give the ball to the bus three times. It would always be a first down, and the game yeah. would be over. Um, and I just didn't see that this year. Um, and all I mean, all you had to do that for was one of those games, and
2: it would have been different.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I I think a lot of people point to the Oakland game. Uh Ben go ahead.
2: Uh I think it was the Denver game. Um, Denver. Yeah. I mean you've got you've got things between the, the turnovers um the the defense not being able to get a stop in the second half uh against uh you know honestly a guy who shouldn't even be a starting quarterback in the NFL Case yeah. Keenum. Um uh, Emmanuel Sanders running rough shot all over our, our cornerbacks. Um it just it was not a good day and everybody looked gassed. I'm sure that playing in mile high is an advantage for Denver. But that game was kind of the the game that turned the tide. You know, it's kind of where the season went. They lost one and they they never managed to get back on their feet. And <laughs> You know, that was a I game. Given, yeah. That that was a game where Grimble caught that pass and was yeah, cruising yeah. toward the, the end zone and all he had to do was just juke that D B and said he tried step. to go over him. And yeah. you
0: know,
1: I'm looking at the schedule right now, and as we're saying this, and I started with Oakland, and then you just went to Denver, and then I'm looking at they probably shouldn't have won that Jacksonville game, and then I look at the one before it when they just absolutely smashed the Panthers. Yeah. Maybe that was maybe that was the turning point. They just they they just blasted them and 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 it was all downhill from there.
2: The the Jacksonville game really should have been a positive turning point for them because you're right. They Agreed. shouldn't have won that game. And somehow they found a way. Somehow they and managed to dope. claw back and win that game, which honestly was amazing and really should have been the thing that they could hang their hat on and believe in themselves for the rest of the year. Instead, the opposite happened.
0: Yep. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I agree with you. Um, I think there are numerous places to look. I mean, you know, there have been years, and really I think you could point to maybe 2017, too, uh, of games that just come down to one or two plays, and, and certainly 2018 was like that. You go back to the opener against Cleveland when the James Conner fumble, the missed field goals. You, you go back to to other missed field goals and, and I don't need to go into the season that Chris Boswell had. We, we know about that. Um, But, but really, you know, the, the, the Grimble play, you know, if that's a touchdown there, I mean, who, who knows Denver was, was already, you know, not playing real well at that time. Maybe they just pack it in. I mean, four um, turnovers, man. Four well, and, turnovers. Yeah, yeah. You beat yourselves when you turn the ball over four times. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this team did a lot of beating itself this year. And, um, and again, some people point to the players and say it's their fault. Some people say, well, it's the coaches not reinforcing proper execution, things like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is where this team is. And, and it's not in the playoffs. And it's talking about Antonio Brown not showing up and not doing the things he was supposed to be doing. And, uh, I can't believe we're already looking ahead to the draft. I did not think we'd be doing this at this point, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, somebody uh, pointed this out the other day. I think it was actually yeah. Scott Kasmar. Uh Ben, in his 15 years, has missed the playoffs five times. Mm-hmm. He's been in the playoffs 10 times and missed the playoffs five times. Every time he missed the playoffs, the Steelers lost to the Raiders.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that. That is that that they've got our number big time right now, at least in um, Oakland. Oh, definitely in Oakland. Yeah. I think we've, of course, weren't they the team that came back and beat us in Pittsburgh that one year? A lot uh, of years ago. That was the Terrell Pryor game. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, yes. no.
1: Okay. That was the Bruce Gradkowski game.
0: Two thousand nine. Oh, a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. was the receiver though? The guy that kind of just came out of nowhere and he killed us. Lewis Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Dang it.
1: That was brutal. Who later, who later came back to bite us against the Buccaneers in 2014 Buccaneers. at home.
0: Oh, 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 I got, I got a good having, memory. You do, and I'm having <laughs> shakes right now for thinking yeah. about that guy. Holy cow. Um, well, I, I, know I think we're, we're – I know
1: we're wrapping up, guys. I know.
0: Yeah. You, you, you guys, got something can I throw to throw
1: one more – Yeah, can I – I, of I course. did a little research today. I just – So I just want to say this real quick about about Antonio Brown. Um, yeah. Although I obviously back to my tweet, I never said he should be traded. I don't want him to be traded. It's just ironic that we're at this point right now and the reports are that he, you know, wants to be traded or asks for a yeah. trade and he feels underappreciated. So I did some research. So since twenty thirteen, including the postseason, Antonio Brown leads the league in targets, receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. Okay? When A B plays, the Steelers are sixty-one. 61- 36 and 1. Okay? That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Now, other pretty good wide receivers records during that time. Julio Jones is 44 and 43. DeAndre Hopkins is 45 and 53. Mike Evans is 26 and 51. Odell Beckham Jr. he's had injuries, but he's 25 and 35. Right. And then and then Jarvis Landry is 37 43 and 1. During that time, Ab is a three-time Steelers MVP, a six-time Pro Bowler, and a four-time first-team AP All-Pro, likely to be fifth time this year. Uh-huh. If he's saying he's underappreciated, I don't know how.
0: <laughs> That's great stuff. Yeah. Uh, I had not seen those stats. Yeah, not that, only that is... is he
1: not only is he putting up the numbers, his team is winning. Well,
2: oh, you yeah. know, ab Ab was third in targets this year in the NFL. I'll give you one guess who four, who was number 4 was. Juju. Uh, Juju. Juju. Yeah. And he was only yeah. I think 3 behind
1: Jones or Hopkins, right? It was something really close. It was all yeah, within was, like 5.
2: Yeah, it was it, the guys at the top were all bunched up together. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't um, even play in the final game.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <geez>. Exactly. <laughs> uh Guys, uh, great show tonight, tough subject matter, uh, a lot of opinions being thrown out around there. Hopefully we gave the listeners something to think about. Um, Ryan, as always, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge and insights uh, uh, about the Steelers and everything. So um, for, for Ryan and, and for Ben, this is Steel Dad, and uh, we are signing off on the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com. Slash Pittsburgh. And, hey, go Steelers.